Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing on this beautiful Saturday afternoon? It's great. It's a, this is a doubleheader, my friend. Woo! That's right. So We've done that before. If you listen to us... Yeah, we've, we've done doubleheaders a few times, actually. It's just been a minute. Yeah, so we're glad you guys are tuning in. We have a really great topic to cover today. So you one said yeah, the last one. Close to our hearts, because... It kind of covers our story a little bit. Not our podcasting story, but our personal stories as to how we got into SEO. Yeah. But a lot of people ask us, they say, SEOs didn't other lies, guys. Uh, how do I start doing SEO consulting or freelancing? So we're going to talk to you about how to get into SEO freelancing, how to maybe make a living from it, quit your actual job, just go into SEO. It, we're going to cover a lot. We're going to be bouncing around. You better have a notepad ready. We are going into Alex Becker territory right here. Oh, <laughs> baby. Yeah, and um, indeed, SEO is not dead. So the market... Oh, it's alive and well. SEOs is great. Just don't try to reach out to any of my clients. Just don't try to take Paul's job and everything will be you fine. Down. I'll find you. Yeah. I know that you think that you've got a huge arsenal of weapons now that you've listened to all 29 of our podcasts and you're ready to get out there and do it. But first... First things first, take a step back and truly assess, are you good enough to do SEO as a consultant right now? What would be some indicators if that you, were, you are at that level and you feel like you could really take the responsibility and you really ethically can take over someone's SEO right now? Have you ranked anything before? Listen to me. Have, Have you, you ever, ever ranked anyone? SEO? <laughs> <laughs> so usually the people that find themselves in this situation are people who have been an in-house SEO for whatever amount of years, maybe it's three or four or five years, and you're just really tired of dealing with the corporate structure. And you'd like to utilize your skills and get a little more credit for your skills and a little more money, maybe a lot more money. Potentially. And no. then or you just want to schedule. You don't want to report to Becky HR because you wore a hat today at yeah. work. You don't want or, to talk to Greg at the water cooler about Game of Thrones. Or you're just really tired of explaining things to people uh, higher up in your company that don't understand them, but they're there because they're older than you and they've been in the workforce longer. There you go. And that's just how it works sometimes, I guess, in America. But uh, let's say, uh, you know, another thing that I see a lot of people that want to learn SEO, they've, they already are doing freelance stuff, but they're maybe doing it on the design side uh-huh. or they're doing it on, you know, like uh, the development side and they get clients that are always like, well, can you do SEO stuff too? Right? So... This isn't necessarily for you. This is like, I want to do just SEO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care about you. <laughs> well, no, I, that's not true. I do. No, um, you love everybody. But this whatever. is like, if you wanted to supplement your income full-time doing SEO, not just like as it added on Perg. Uh, obviously, you can listen to our podcast, and I hope that you learned enough stuff for that, that you, that you can do that as well. But this is like, hey, I want to just do this full-time. So we're going to walk you through kind of how to get started so you've been doing seo for a bit you haven't been doing it for six months like i don't care how much you've been doing it just like don't 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 do that don't go out yeah you haven't been doing it 12 months you've probably been doing it for a few years you've been in charge of successful projects you've ranked some difficult keywords you've gotten some content to get thousands of views you've done something you understand how content works how link building works how internal link structures are important siloing you understand the technical side of it you're an seo by god and no. also, you like talking to people because if you're a consultant, you're going to be doing the selling yourself. You can explain these concepts. And if you poop your pants or piss yourself because you're nervous to talking to people, Ooh. this is probably not good for you. It, if you don't have any of the people skills, uh, as they say, uh, it's not going to. Uh, it's going to be difficult. 
Uh, you're, you're not going to be selling your services. You're going to be selling yourself. And when you're doing that, you have to be super confident. And you have to be like confident yourself. <laughs> bagpipes outsiders. It's just people just laying down the horns for some <laughs> yeah, reason. It's celebration. Horn. You, you think you would be able to hear that on the 22nd floor. Confident, <laughs> able to talk about yourself. Just own it. You're the expert. And if you did that, you got all this, cool. So what do you do next? It could be a million steps, but I'm going to tell you what it is. You have to decide what your thing is going to be. So can you do SEO for a Fortune 500 company? Can you do it for a mom and pop down the street? Is it what is the industry? Just, What's the geography? You got just to like in life, uh, the more niche that you are, usually the more successful that you are. Yeah, you're It's very rare that you find jack of all trades that are... That are wealthy in any particular thing. I would say at this point, with the staggering amount of SEOs that are out there that claiming they know what they're doing when they don't, it's good to kind of hone in on your thing. So we're talking about specifics. Um, we're not talking about like, um, you know, every business in Florida. We're not talking about, um, you know, I'm going to do social SEO paid for like five industries. You're talking about like, I'm going to do... SEO for chiropractor practices with um, a net income that, of a half a million to a million. That years. would be my very first advice to you: is pick a niche that you can only really cover and work on and dominate and know everything about, because you're going to be able to translate the success that you had in it to, to more of it in that, and like the knowledge that that you've earned and like all the learning, you're going to be able to like pass that on, right? So especially when it comes to like link building and like content and like just knowing the industry, uh, you're going to be able to have like educated, useful conversations with potential clients. Like if you know like the the other big players, like the other big affiliate sites in there that drive leads, you know, like when we walk into like a legal, uh, you know, like pitch and we know what fine law is, we know how, how, how much lawyers hate dealing with it because we've been there. It just... It helps you out a lot because it means like you know their space. No one wants to like give you money if you don't know their like the space. Well, that well they're the thing in. is, is you're gonna get your first questions right when you start working with someone. They're gonna say, "Have you worked with this project or have you worked in this industry before?" And, and you unless you're no. a freaking liar, which line there's a difference between embellishment. And there's lying. Don't you're gonna be lying. You never lie. It's just it's gonna haunt you. So if someone says, "Hey, have you worked in this before?" and you're gonna say no, then you're not gonna so I can go anywhere. I know what you might be asking yourself right here. How do I get people to give me experience if I don't have any experience? Right? Probably. I got a solution for you. It's gonna you have help a solution. You out here. I have a solution. Ooh. This is such a great topic. Oh yeah, okay. I, I just want to talk. About it. Like I'm gonna unplug you, and I'm just gonna talk because I want to. I'm gonna about let this. you. Do no, you, you wanna? Okay, yeah, go for it. So. If you're new to a, to a particular industry, we'll just use the chiropractor as one, right? So you're like, I don't have any chiropractic clients. I don't know any people who are looking for chiropractic services and like SEO. I Like, where do I start, right? So what I would do is I would carve out another little niche here. And let's say it's link building, right? Because you're always going to find an SEO that needs some links. But a lot of SEOs don't know how to right? do links. And then even if you listen to this podcast up to now you probably still don't have a huge grasp on link building because it's just one of those things. But let's say, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to something like Upwork or any of the multitude of websites where you can outsource things that we've talked about on many, many episodes. So Legit, Conquer, any of those things. And you're going to provide a service of link building just that niche, though. You're going to say, if you're looking for you know, a link building done in the chiropractic niche, 
uh, X amount of, you know, guest posting only do something like that. So you have to help out. You got to build like a base of something like that, that you can translate to doing SEO in that niche. Uh, so, you know, do that slowly kind of build up some relationships, say that you've produced content for it. You've helped rank websites for it. And then you're going to be able to like translate that into actually having a sit with a client in that space. And you're also going to start to learn more about that space as, as you're doing it. So carve out something really niche related and help out another SEO that's in the space first. And then you can easily translate that to like your own experience. I mean, I, I wouldn't really recommend just picking an, a niche at random. I mean, typically it's going to be from your past experience already. So when you worked in house, whatever you were doing beforehand, it hopefully maybe aligns there so you have a head start. So you can be like, I worked in the industry already for three years. That, that um, would be ideal. Like that would be if, ideal. If you, now some of those things like that, that's not necessarily realistic because like sometimes it's like a really, really big, like I did education marketing and it would have been really, really difficult to get a college as a client, you know, on my own as like a first one. Oh, it would just be difficult. I right? mean, yeah, I actually know some people that go uh, after colleges and it, what they have to do is heavy duty stuff. We're talking about teams, not necessarily. Yeah, control. it's not like uh, this isn't a one person type thing that you could start. And also, I think one thing we should preface is that... Um, when you're a consultant, you're freelancing, you're typically going to be covering certain components or kind of smaller businesses. Typically bigger companies are going to look at you and be like, so who's your sport team? Who's your, like your project manager, account manager, others. It's, it's the difference. Like your expectations have to be not lower, just different when you're doing consulting. Like you're not going to be able to take over a whole thing. Well, we're not even saying you're a consultant at this point, but you might, you might be a consultant or you might be, trying to take we're, a, we're just a talking about it. you're trying to just do stuff on your yeah. own right now yeah um yeah typically you're going to take over a component you're either going to do like content you're going to be doing like on-site you're going to be doing link building it's going to be hard to go to like a pretty established company that uh, knows marketing and be like hey i'm going to do everything because they're going to be like who do i need if there's a problem with the account me who do i need for reporting me who are you going to do for content me it's just like hey let's be real like we don't want to yeah. just work with one but person. let's say you don't have experience in the niche that you want, right? Let's say yeah. you, want, you want to break into like legal or whatever other thing that you want don't to do. Don't do legal. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, don't do that. But I mean, I would also go to any of those message boards. You can go to like the SDR Reddit and just be like, hey, uh, I'm interested in like learning more about this niche. Does anyone work in it? And then can I help you with it for free? And then you can get some, build some experience that way and kind of like put your name on some of those projects and, uh, you know, that's an easier pitch. And you well, can I show mean, that you've worked in that. And there's a lot of industries out there that even to this day just don't get bombarded by marketing people. Sure. So an example is the photo booth industry. Oh, yeah. The only people that reach out to like photo booths are Yelp and then maybe like the Knot. You'll never, or like the Wedding Wire or whatever, um, you'll never have individual like agencies be like, hey, we can do your marketing. They're, they'll be like, I don't even know. I've never even been solicited in my life. Yeah. So there are industries out there still to this day that like, are pretty good that just aren't used to getting solicited yeah and that, that would not be a bad industry th those are i mean you're gonna have to explain a little bit more how everything works but that's fine too um and the budgets are going to be much smaller so yeah but then it's just you and you have no overhead okay so it's all good all right so what are what are your suggestions for breaking in to an industry oh my goodness so we, we just went so far ahead i don't even remember what i was thinking in the first place yeah <laughs> <laughs> so breaking into an industry i mean um where to even start so like let's say you picked your industry and you're like all right i'm gonna do um let's say on page optimization and content for people's websites um and i pick this in industry how do you break into it um i mean the, 
what's going to happen first is, you know, to get some notoriety and get like a little bit of like the word of mouth, a little bit of experience going, I do recommend, and I know it sounds like kind of drab, but a lot of people start with their friends and family. Like through your friends and family or your network or people or former, former colleagues, there's always opportunities to do some things. And I think this is a problem that almost every experienced SEO has is that you are usually asked to do SEO work for friends and family uh, at some point. I mean, you for, definitely are for next to nothing <laughs> for nothing or next to, yeah, it, it definitely happens pretty regularly. Um, and if you're pretty good at SEO, um, it's not necessarily super difficult to get clients on your own just because word of mouth and things like that. Well, like happen. That, I mean, that's kind of how it all starts. It kind of snowballs. So what happens is, you know, when you're working on someone's website and like, let's say, you, I, I don't oh, want to know about a guy design work, but let's say you're doing SEO and then you're, you're working on it. And then the bottom of the website says, you know, SEO by so-and-so. And of course you're building the online portfolio. At least you have a landing page or some website where you're trying to establish yourself as a, you know, a leader, what you do. I mean, people's will like, you know, if you crush it for friends or family and they're ranked number one, right? And then someone goes website and they're like, who's, who's working on this website? And it says SEO by this person. You can get organic, you know, reach out that way. Be like, dude, you got, you rank this person number one. What can you do for me? Um, and another thing is, I mean, it goes back to being personable and having to be able to talk to people. You got to get out there and you have to promote the crap out of yourself. I mean, you're going to have to do networking. You're going to have to get in your community. Yeah. Um, you're going to reach out to people maybe in like LinkedIn. I mean, it's it's a lot of self-promotion because so, you're, you're the person. So I would say develop some sort of, if you don't have some experience in that niche, I would say develop some before you get into the next parts that we're going to cover. And that's like how to find clients a little bit easier, uh, a little more to scale. Um, but again, if you're not setting yourself up for success when you pitch a client and you don't have something to show them, uh, I would do that first yeah. before we move on to like this how is, to get clients. This is when it's going to start getting real crazy because it's like we're going to talk about like or how to uh, Dude, we're going to talk about promote yourself, how to pitch, yeah, uh, how, how to, to or actually work on their account, how to show value, where to, to live them. to make the most out of the U.S. dollars that you get. Maybe we even cover some of that. Then you just go happens. to Thailand or you yeah. go to freaking Zimbabwe. So, all right, know. so let's say you've got you got experience. Now we're skipping ahead to like hey. I can do this. I have examples to show. Uh, I need to get clients. Yeah. So, so where are so you, you going to go first? So you probably have like your res, some sort of resume, some sort of like case studies, some sort of breakdown about like why you're an expert or why you're something that would make it. someone believe you and give so you what, money. Maybe it's like a PDF or something you order on Fiverr. Maybe you have a, a landing page or a website that has like a little bit about you. Pe- people read about about us and they want to relate yeah. to you. Um. So you have a little bit so of content. So depending on if you want to just be a consultant in this industry or you want to sell actually these services, whatever it is, right? But you got into that. So how do you get them? Well, you're going to want to have a website and you're going to want it to be optimized for one because like that's kind of where you start. Even though most of the time you're going to work with clients that have no idea what any of the optimizations are. Uh, so it's not like they're going to like look through your work. You just want to have the ability to like have someone contact you, know what you're offering, know what you're selling, know who you are have some value propositions in there of like, you know, your services and, you know, have a form that actually works and a phone number that works. <laughs> you'd be surprised how many forms don't work. You'd be, you'd be amazed. You want to, so, you want to test your own website. You want to hire someone, a, an expert to test your website and audit your website and actually do your on site. No, I'm joking. But, um, so 
I, you know, you start blogging, you start establishing content on your website for both the prospect to inbound, um, and then you start uh, developing pages so anyone that's going to research you or anyone that you meet out to dinner or out at a bar or out at a soiree or a wedding or your, uh, your parents' clubhouse or at a networking event, when they look at your business card, they actually go to your website. It's like, cool, these, this information looks good. The about us is, is nice. It's not like some some tacky about us. It's actually like about you, who you're about, why you're like a good fit. You know, humanize yourself, but also be as a professional. And then, um, Paul, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, you're I was just letting you roll, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're like on a roll, right? <laughs> you're just you're just having such a good time there. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> I, I was on a stride and I was like, right. where's this end? So one, have a website, but now here's some channels that you can go after to find some actual leads. Sign up for an account on Upwork that you're providing a service. Be really clear and specific that what your niche is. Um, so, I, and I would set up different things like a different thing for like link building, a different thing for like SEO. Yeah, you like want it to be niche. You yeah. don't want to be the, the, the jackal trade. Start niche. Uh, just niche in general is like, like think about the people that get interviewed on like the news, right? They're always experts in their field. Be a subject matter expert on that particular niche. Uh, that, that's really what you want to do. Uh, and then also spend a little time maybe like getting some, getting some PR about yourself out there about it. And you know, if there's blogs that are, like cover that particular thing, or you can write, you know, for like an SEO blog talking about that particular subject and you have examples of sites that are in that niche, like go for it. I would definitely do it or put together like a resource maybe like the best citations for like that particular niche that, that you would want to go after, right? Provide something free that you can give out that shows that you're an expert on it uh, before you really get started. So that helps out too. But signing up for, you know, uh, an Upwork account and then you'll probably, you'll probably get some, some clients just from that. If you, if well, I mean, you can apply to proposals. Enough. It could be like the last podcast you probably listened to where you're not going to start up as anything. You're going to have zero reviews. You're going to have zero like yeah. uh, projects you can maybe get like friends and family upwork is probably gonna would hate you know us <laughs> suggesting this but have a have a friend or family go in and have you do little things hopefully yeah. they're real things and then you get a bunch of five-star reviews if you have a bunch of five-star reviews you'll actually have people that start inviting you and i think that you should probably have an end goal of how much you want to make per hour yeah so like let's say you want to make 100 dollars per hour consulting yeah and if i would uh i would audit some competitors and see how much they charge before you do this too. So you have an idea like what the going rate, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to get that information without like pretending that you're a client. Well, well Upwork, <laughs> Upwork's pretty transparent, but uh, like besides yeah, that. For that, uh, it's going to be, you're never really going to go to like a website and they're going to have like any good agency is going to tell you upfront how much they're going to charge. Well, well they don't, most of them don't charge per hour anyway. Consultants are almost always going to, consultants vary hour oriented, I think. They are. So unless you if you're doing that, uh, you're not going to charge by the hour if you're, if you're following an agency type model, you're going to do like monthly, you know, there's going to be like a, maybe a three to six month contract, probably a six month. Uh, it's pretty rare to sign a year long contract. Um, unless it gets you good. Unless, yeah, unless, unless you like, get those real silver tongued yeah. sales guys. But, so we're going to cover a little bit too, how to, how to really cheaply get some leads. And this is also why you need to be niche. So, uh, there's always like Facebook groups for people in these in these niches. So it could be um, just dentist marketing, right? Uh, there's LinkedIn groups, uh, just dentist marketing. And you can really easily target those people in those groups with ads. So whether it's like Facebook, 
Uh, maybe your ad is that isn't actually selling your service. It's, it's like you're giving something free. It's like the top 20 free citations. And then they're going to like a landing page on your website and they're getting more information and then you can pitch them later on. Right. But you're or you just start posting in there, giving out free information, answering people's questions, being helpful. Um, that's the cheap and free way to do it. And you're going to grow trust from that. And eventually you're probably going to get some leads just off that or you're, it's going to work out for you if you just kind of do it that way. I mean, really, like one good thing about being a consultant is that no matter what, like in any industry, whether it's high end or it's low end, doesn't matter. There are going to be people that just always go with the cheapest option. Yes. So it doesn't matter like if it's better or worse, whatever. They're just going to be like, this guy is $300 a month. Perfect. And it does. And that's where consultants really like can step in and. Yeah. start making a name because you're not going to have any overhead. You're not going to have that many expenses besides maybe some tools and some things that you, you, you outsource. And then you're going to be up against an agency that's charging $1,200 a month, probably appropriately would probably do a great job. And then you're going to come in and be like, oh, I'll do it for 300. And then like, <laughs> boom, there you go. And like, so that's, that's one advantage. Yeah. The consultant. So, so you can, you're going to have wins that way. Uh, so find like, you know, Keep in mind, the the if you want to start off, at the, I would suggest you're gonna to have to kind of start on the lower end. Of, you will, you of just pricing will, yeah. Until, um, you, until unless, you grow your portfolio, um, unless you're just like I've been doing this for 25 years. Yeah, I've, I've been the CMO of like the, the huge company or something. So yeah, you can do that, and then I would I would suggest going to like message board specific websites to talk about like th- those people just go to, um, and see if like they they pose any questions that are marketing related and just answer them, and then just build those relationships, and then. If you can get it into like a budget, you're gonna pay for it. But go to like conferences for these uh, for these professionals. Those are always valuable. You'll you'll probably sign up at least like one client if you just go and you're personable. Just just get them drunk and have them sign yeah. something you don't know what it is. Yeah, you go to the mixers and stuff, and like you'll you'll find something from it. Yeah. Um. So that's how you're really getting started. Um, now, yeah. if you want to do just link building, there's a different model you can follow follow for just sure. So, okay. Like if you want to just provide links, that's it. And so a lot of SEOs do this, uh, you know, they, they pretty much just use black hat world, whatever. Uh, maybe they have their own like website. Flip, flipping packages, basically selling packages. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, I, I wouldn't even really say you're doing SEO at this point. You're just, you're just, flipping, you're just, flipping, you're just flipping, but a lot of people live in like Thailand or whatever, and they'll sell packages between a hundred to $500 for the link packages. So like, you might get 15 to 20 links for the $100 package. You might get 50 or like what, whatever it is, uh, you'll have to, you know, you can look at examples of it on like Black Hat World. But if anyone that does that on there, you can look after page after page after page of like confirmations of orders on, on that. Like I'm talking like hundreds and hundreds of confirmations and they just live in like more of a third world country like Thailand or whatever. They get paid in US dollars. Uh, they have very, very comfortable lives just doing that. But you have to set up a very, very large like link network of PBNs where you're just constantly finding new domains, adding them, having the content written very, very cheaply from people in those countries and published and providing like link building reports. Uh, and that's all they do. They do it all day. They outsource all that work for very, very cheap. So they take the, ma- the vast majority of the profits coming from it and they just kind of live like kings i suppose in uh, thailand or whatever country that they're in yeah i, I think um yeah you want to kind of ho- um hone in on your offerings because you don't want to do this and realize you're not making any money so like for example 
let's go back to that example where you, you find a dentist and they're going to just go with whoever is the cheapest because they don't see value as, as being as important, which is not typically a good fit. But, um, you know, agency over here is 1200 a month. And then you, you're like, I can do it for 400 because you just want to get this client. And then what you're promising is links and then reporting and then content and then onsite. So what happens, you know, if you're, you're doing it like $400 a month, if you're doing content, let's say you're doing, you know, four or five pieces of content a month, I don't know how many you would do, you know, by the time you outsource that, you know, that's 50 bucks and then you do links, that's 50 bucks and then you have reporting software and then that's 50 bucks. And then before you know it, you're spending like six hours on it and then you're like, crap, I'm making like $15 an hour, which is maybe not exactly what you had in mind, you know, when you're consulting. So you got to be kind of careful about what you're offering comparison to like what you're going to charge like it's like a balance you know you you want to make sure that you know you're on the cheap side so you're appealing (laughs) but but you also want to make sure that you keep like your offerings tight so you're not just doing too many things and losing money yeah so that's like the more specific it is it's sort of like uh the story of uh you know kfc they used to offer a ton of stuff and then when they took over you know when he started to franchise it he's like hey you can only sell chicken (laughs) oh what else did they have they had all they had burgers. They had all the stuff on the menu uh, back wanna, in the day. I want a chicken when fried burger. When it first burger. started, you know. Mm. Um, Kentucky fried burgers, baby. So you got to consolidate into like what you're really, really good at. Uh, and then just sort of do that and, and not, you know, don't try and like, don't try and, and do like Facebook advertising on top of everything else. Oh, you know? yeah. And then, like, like just, another thing, if you're going to focus on You're going to go things. to people and you're going to say, you know, I do SEO. And they're like, that's great. Can you do like um, organic ads too? And then. It, the more that you you offer that you don't feel confident, in, the more susceptible you're just losing the account or losing focus. So yeah, you know, my my agency kind of like you know had that issue where it's like oh, I think you, everyone goes through that at some point. Cause well, it's because you wanna you, be able to it, offer things as an add on because it's like a shiny it's a sh- shiny object. Like oh, I can then, I can get a grand for this real quick. But, but then you're gonna spend a lot of money. You're not gonna get a lot of results, and it's just yeah. gonna be it's just gonna take away from your profits. Honestly, like so so you know you when you're starting off, you might really just want to do SEO and then you talk to someone and say, Hey, but I really want to do Facebook more. And I, I have X for that. And it might sound appealing, but I think in the long run, it's better just not to get used to doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Any other, let's see. We've covered quite a bit actually. Did we? Like, we're only 26 minutes. Oh in. man. What else do you want to I cover? thought we were going to talk about this for four hours. God, I mean, we could. Well, so, so you're, you're consulting, you're blogging continuously, right? You're establishing yourself as an industry or thought leader. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to networking events. You're doing some stuff for friends and family. Hopefully, it's painting out and they're referring you more things. You're in Upwork. You're building up your profile. You're charging 15 hour, then 20 then $25 an hour doing, doing stuff. So, Ryan, let's say, how do you get people to think that you're an expert in your field, though? Well, you start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe we talk a little bit about the Forbes uh, thing that you did. The okay. Um so you can, the Forbes, you had, I had to apply for it, even though it's like, I mean, you had to pay money for it. You had to pay money for it. That's when you, but that actually costs kind of a bit. Well, yeah, but you know, if you can you, point you can, to you, you that you were in Forbes, that's, that's very Doing like a couple useful. of guest blogs, paying for like a, a Forbes or like an ink or something in your niche, like a guest post. And go a long way. Um, that goes a long way because then you were legitimately put on your website or a portfolio as featured in. It's going to go in the footer of every email that you do, and it's going to be showcased in probably proposals, and um, it's not BS, really fluff. It's pretty legit. So if you wanted to do that, why don't you walk them a little bit through like that process? Um, well, something like the Forbes Agency Council, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had to apply for it, but then they had some sort of creden- not credentials criteria. Mm-hmm. It was like you have to your revenue has to be like X and you have to have X amount of clients, something. I don't remember exactly what it was because over a year ago. So some of them are going to require an application process, but some you're just going to pay someone that's going to kind of broker it through their own account. Yeah. And do you remember where you can kind of go? If you want to um, shell, if you want to shell out like 500 bucks and might be some of the best. There's a lot of places that, that you spend that can do this for you. Like if you want to be on the Huffington Post, you can probably spend about five hundred dollars. Is it five? Yeah, it, okay. it just depends. Um, if you want to be in like business or community, if you want to be, uh, those are gonna, those are about two hundred to three hundred dollars for a post. Ink is gonna be more expensive. Forbes can be as much as like two thousand uh, dollars. That's a little different than the process that you use because you it's, applied for it. It's different. Yeah, it was like agency council. It costs like. S- it's closer to six or seven hundred. Yeah, it's gonna cost money. Um, so, but I would, I would definitely look into doing that because you know, if you know what you're talking about, you want to get that out there. You want to promote yourself. Yeah, I mean, the real key is promoting yourself. Like you gotta be like the mouthpiece for you. Like you, you gotta be shouting it from like the rooftops that you that you're an expert, not obnoxiously, but like taking advantage of any opportunity that you can. Well, people want to be like excited about like working with you. They don't want to look at you as just like some random person that's just like going to do their stuff, and it may work, it may not. You're going to be just like every other person that happened in the past, where Pe- you don't really know what people happened. People want to like outsource to the guy that's like the expert that has the TED talk. You want to like you want to be kind of yeah. like the rock star. They want to be yeah. excited to work with. That's you. why they call it SEO rock stars. Like you always see that. <laughs> do you? Do yeah. I? Do you want to be an SEO rock star? That's what I'm looking to hire. Like think about it like that. Maybe I mean, you want to be an SEO rock star. Yeah, you, we want people to be like, you know, I read your article, I listened to your podcast, I saw your video, I saw your guest post, and I, I agree, that's like really cool this stuff. This is one of the the rare marketing niches where there's actually celebrities in it. And there's not a lot. There's not a lot of business like well, there's niches me, at there's all. There's you, <laughs> there's Becker, there's... Well, I mean, like, uh, who's Rand Fishkin? Anyone that's an SEO knows who Rand Fishkin he's is. He's kind of dropped off the radar, does he? Well, he doesn't work for Moz anymore, does he? He stepped um, down. He, yeah, he started like a new thing, right? I um, haven't seen him but, like, anywhere. What's Sear Interactive? Is that what it is? No, no, but you know the agency Sear that has, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like there are agencies that are just well known in this, regardless of like the niche that they're in. There, there's really like well known niche agencies that you only know about, like Scorpion Designs, you know? Um, yeah, well, th- like. I only know about that because I worked in like legal for for so long. But like, well, because they they produced some of the best websites for legal. But Will, you know, Will Reynolds, you know, is is, yeah. is a really well known. I can't really tell you what his philosophy is on crap, though. Um, he's more of like a, a business person, entrepreneur now than he is anything else. Like, I mean, he knows he knows a ton about SEO, but like his thing is like management now, like how to be how to be like a good manager. And is he gonna be on the podcast? Business. Hey, Will, um, you want to be on? <laughs> we should ask him. Yeah, but you know. Uh, and and there's just I mean back in the day like Matt Cutts was like the ultimate like SEO like celebrity, faux celebrity. He's just like the ultimate regurgitator though. You don't think he had like many yeah. original thoughts. But you know there, when you when you go to the conferences and you, you see like a lot of the a lot of the more well known people that speak at, at them regularly. So and I don't think paid paid search doesn't have like celebrities like that. You know, Facebook advertising doesn't have celebrities like that. Oh, don't, um, don't forget Michael Blumenthal for uh, local. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he's just a, he's Mike. He's a well-known SEO uh, celebrity. You know, I, that's I, just how it works. I'd say let, let me um, part one more. Th- 
thing and then uh, we'll wrap it up for now and then we'll decide if we want to do another part of this but another thing you have to do which is kind of important and I'm not sure always how you do this you might have to like think outside box or be maybe more clever about it but <laughs> to relate to people in your niche um, you not only like let's say it's a chiropractor right and uh, not only are you relating to them in a way where it's like you want to know like how do I rephrase this? Let me take a step back. They want to know that you, God, good thing you this know is an audio about their format. In, huh? Good thing this is an audio format. <laughs> it is audio. Why? Because what am I doing? Because you're just like, uh, all right, hold on. Let me, let me rethink how let I'm going to say like, this. Because like, I'm just like flustered and going freaking all over the place. But um, they want to also know that you understand what they do too. So that, that means like some industries won't really like believe in you and that you can help them unless like, you understand how their business works too. Or like what they do, or, or what they've they've done yeah. to establish their business. So like pain points is is really yeah. So, so it's like a chiropractor. You know, you can go to them and say, "I'm going to get you more leads," and they're like, "Great, that that's how business works." But then it's like, don't you hate after their sixty nine dollar initial examination that they never like come back afterwards, and then they had such a good report. Yeah, you I you, do you, hate that. You know, you you found like something wrong with their this nerve or their uh, plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know they were so thankful and then you call back for like follow-up and then they never respond it's like what can i do what can we implement like we systems break down on, yeah on these follow like you, you want to be able to like re relate to right. their, their pain points like that you know yeah uh so and everything's gonna be a little different um but also the same at the same time <laughs> like people just follow-ups are always like an annoyance in any industry right yeah but if you can kind of speak to like what Ryan was just saying, like, like they know, like that's that's like their biggest issue. It's like, I cost me money to like do this. I didn't make a lot of money on it, and like I make money on like the second time they come back, right? So yeah. like, what do we do to help increase that? So I mean, that's like when you get interesting within your niche and you start breaking down other opportunities. So maybe you're not going to always be like the digital marketing person that's doing like a bunch of on-site and content and links. And all this. you're going to help them like implement systems that also expand their business. So you're going to be like. Hey, listen, what if I told you that not only am I an expert in uh, finding the ideal client that walked through the door, but I also have a system that has a 50% chance of bringing that person back the second time. Ooh, that's when I'm you, listening. That's when you start doing next level stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's just good to, to be aware of. Yeah. Or just lie. Yeah. Just, or just lie. <laughs> what if it's like told you one. that I'll get you 1,000 leads a month and then they have a 100% chance of coming back for the next three years? As long as you sell them well. <laughs> yeah. And it's only $200 a month. That's it. Well, that sign would, me up, right? That would be very cool. <laughs> All right. Um, um, cool topic. Hopefully, it wasn't too scatterbrained. No. Yeah. So, and if you guys uh, have any questions you want us to answer specifically about this or, hey, maybe you're even interested in being on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you guys. I would love to talk to SEO entrepreneurs that are doing very interesting, unique things. Yeah. I'd love to hear you guys story and see if it's similar to kind of if our there, story. If there's one thing that I, if I could go back cause my agency, we're working on, um, tightening up what we're doing, less industries, less offerings. Cause we got extremely bloated. Um, <laughs> if I could go back and do it like again, I would be like one industry and one like really freaking specific thing. For example, right now, if I could have reconstructed everything like two, three years ago, I would be legal marketing with a focus on only getting you on the maps. That's it. Yeah, that's just local SEO. That's um, it. So, that take that. That's really good advice, guys. If you're out there listening, so don't don't be too broad. 
Just never do that. I mean, just, that, just start, that, I, I'm like not exaggerating. It's sort of like uh, anyone that's ever, you ever talk to anyone that started a brewery, they'll always give you the exact same advice and it's make as small batch as humanly possible <laughs> and yeah. sell that. And then yeah. you, you only in. grow when like you have to grow, basically. I, I, I know that seems counterintuitive if you're good, if you think you're good at SEO and paid and social. And I know it's going to hurt and it might feel weird. It, it's so much more <laughs> That's cheap. Sh- it's so much cheaper and more efficient in the in the long to run. Just do a particular yeah, thing. Yeah, you just have to like really hone in. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, well, you know, we appreciate all our listeners out there. Um, our podcast has grown quite a bit, but we'd love to hear from you guys. You can reach out to us at SEO is dead and otherwise at gmail.com. We have our website that's about to launch with uh, a bunch of cool features on it. Um, you know, and then be sure to uh, like us on uh, iTunes or subscribe to uh, through Podbean or iTunes or whatever, whatever thing that you use. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you. So if you yeah. want to be on, let us know. It's going to have a whole gallery. Half the gallery is going to be uh, you and you're in your frat days and half when I was my band days. Those are my perfect. My, I love those. I That's great. <laughs> so, but anyways, thanks for listening again, guys. And I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been SEO is Dead and Other Lies. <laughs> like, what's this podcast called? Huh? I forgot. Anyways. B- bye. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs>